Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The only time I've sent an email of praise regarding the show um, in the last year that I haven't really been on the air, it was regarding the show that you, Richie Rich, and Nikki did. And I really like the uh, the chemistry of what's going on. We have so much fun on Sunday nights. Yeah. It's really great. It's, it's like re- our silly night. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about serious stuff during the week, and we're like, we're going to talk about sharks and you know obscure <laughs> things. Indeed, we we try to keep it a little lighter than the rest of the week. I found it to be very compelling radio. And uh, Richie Rich will be back next week. I'm a fan, uh, so you have that to look forward to. So, but Nikki, I was uh, declared the best looking man at the Talkers Convention on Friday, though. Congratulations! By, by one talk show host, lady. Were you there for that? I, was I would really like probably it you, there, if, but like I, you know, yeah, I, I'd like it if somebody would. I'm like this. Schultz from uh, Hogan's Heroes. That's I a, see nothing. Yeah, I know nothing. You look a little bit like him without if you didn't have the beard. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm trying to lose some weight, bro. Well, oh. He wasn't that fat, was he? <laughs> he was a fat ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a new social credit app to reward Italian citizens for virtuous behavior. That's the headline. Citizens using the app will be rewarded for things such as recycling, using public transport, managing energy well, and not getting fined. What are the rewards? Well, that's a good question. I find this terrifying. Just saying. I I do, too. And so I've already read through the article once, and this is already deployed in Rome. That's their sort of, uh, you know, beta test, if you Mm -hmm. will, of this thing. It it is, I'm going to say it's voluntary, so like... The government's not saying you have to download this thing on your phone and you have to use it. They're saying it's voluntary, at least for the moment, but it doesn't make it any less scary. Well, what's the incentive? Well, uh, a new app. This is uh, out of Bologna, Italy, so it could be all Bologna. (laughs) A new app recently released in Italy presents striking similarities with China's social credit system by rewarding some citizens for their behavior through a point system. The Smart Citizen Wallet was presented at a March 29th press conference on digital innovation in Bologna, where Mayor Matteo Lapore and Massimo Bugani, director of the city's digital agenda, discussed the project. The fact that a city has a digital agenda? Yeah, it doesn't sound like, good. Like, who invented that term? And also, could you make it sound more evil, perhaps? Like, <laughs> You may recall back in uh, 2018 when I was running as a libertarian for Congress for the Libertarian Party nomination for Congress in the 2nd Congressional District of New Hampshire. And one of your then uh, talk show hosts, uh, Daryl W. Perry, filed with the Ballot Law Commission to have them block me, to have them uh, not include my name in the Libertarian Party ballot. Mm-hmm. And there is a byproduct Wish I did. of that uh, issue that I want to bring up here, a okay. benefit of what happened. <clears throat> you see, when he did that, I said, gee, i got to find out what the laws are. Well, the best thing to do is go to the Ballot Law Commission's website, and there they have all these cases, and I can find a precedent the, uh, where they cannot kick somebody out for not really towing the poverty line. And I found it in uh, case number 2015-5, mm-hmm. where a former chairman of the Republican Party of New Hampshire, keep in mind, Daryl is a former chairman of the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire, who filed to block my name from being included in the ballot. 
the former chairman of the Republican Party of New Hampshire, filed to block Donald Trump's name from being included in the Republican Party ballots for the 2016 primary. You know, we've covered it a bunch here on Free Talk Live. Statism is a religion. And so it just so happens that the way the government is set up in the United States, that we change our deity every four years. Yeah, it has uh, qualities of a religion. I I think it's uh, also akin to a team sport. You know, if you really like your team, whatever your team might be, you know, the... uh uh, you know the the South Florida fire ants right. or whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, you're never going to like nothing's going to convince you otherwise. I mean, you know, there may be bad management, but so what? I still love my team, right? You know, and, and it's 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 fascinating. It's, it's brand loyalty, but yep. uh, on a whole different scale. Right? Not, Walmart yeah. can't get this. Right? right? T- Target's gotten a, tapped into it a little bit, but not Walmart. Like they just can't yeah. you know, somehow do it because you know super serving your customers in a particular not good enough. Yeah. Uh, who does have Starbucks? Has it? Uh, yeah, the star of Does that work Starbucks still? versus Dunkin' Donuts people. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, you mentioned Target already. Oh, Whole Foods. Car brands are huge with it. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Chevy guy. I'm a Ford guy. Your Toyota sucks, and yeah. you know all that kind of thing. I yeah. was about to say I can't relate to any of this, but then you said the car guy thing, and I'm like, no, oh, you know what? I definitely yeah. am a car person and uh, kind of fall yeah, victim to that a little bit. And and like even even the gun guys to some extent. Oh, yeah. you have a Glock. You should be carrying a Sig or right. whatever. Right. You know, the question that I would have if I were sitting up with Bill O'Reilly is, where does the Constitution give the federal government this sort of power? Good question. Because, I mean, at this point, we've taken the general welfare clause and stretched it out from, uh, you know, the, the tiny little loophole that it was to a, a, a giant uh, jogging track. Um, yep. We've taken the interstate commerce clause and stretch that baby out to the point that it's ridiculous should be renamed hefty easy flaps by this point there's really only four things that the federal government's supposed to do maintain post roads i think we're okay on that one um i I guess you'd call the interstates the post roads by post roads you mean roads for the postal service to travel upon correct not like something that exists after roads are gone uh, correct in the post road not, not, not era. roads yeah okay. in the post road yeah. era no uh these are roads for for uh, you know when we all have our hovercrafts that we were supposed to get by the year 2000 and uh weights and measures so i mean you know they're me- messing that up if you're still measuring things in feet and inches you know the federal government's <laughs> messed up weight and measures uh maintain a military and uh i think it's the supreme court after that i, I, I don't the- i don't think there should be an organization uh that does any of that uh without consent Some journalists and bloggers in Italy, France, and Germany have pointed out that the concept behind this particular app bears striking similarities with China's social credit system. This, too, rewards citizens according to a system of points. This was not lost on many users of social media, blah, 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 blah. Others have pointed to similarities with other digital projects, such as the digital ID wallet by Thales, and have warned that such projects could allow government to usher in a social credit system like China's in the West. Uh, These practices, if poorly developed or used, can lead to serious limitations on and violations of citizens' rights and freedoms, as well as discriminatory practices, which are also achieved through technological means, such as social credit systems or social scoring, the statement read. I just can't really see this going well. No, me neither. They're saying like, oh, well, it might go badly. I just don't think it's possible for this to go well, especially if people aren't voluntarily opting into it, if it's a thing that everybody has to do. The reason that the grocery stores, 
can give you these rewards cards and things like that is because it's part of their competitive edge. They're, yeah. Yeah. They want to compete with all the other grocery stores for your business, whereas in the case of government, there's no competition. They yeah. don't have the market signals in the same way. If you're a bad China, a Chinese person, what do you? What what bad things happen to you on your social you credit card? Slow internet. You can't take throttled flights. internet. Yeah, right, you can't um, fly. Yeah, right. Got to take a donkey. <laughs> yeah, you'll get uh, the worst of the services. Uh, you know, worst ends of it. Right. So yeah. uh, instead of getting prompt customer service from, say, some government agency, you're going to get the worst of it because, well, you don't have the points, bro. Right. Uh, but that's not where it stops, right? Yeah. Then next thing you know, the the computer in your car is going to get shut off, so you can't use your vehicle. Yep. You know. And even the free market version of this, uh, if anybody listening is a fan of the TV show Black Mirror, they did a great episode of this where it's sort of uh, it's sort of like the almost like the Facebook app meets the social credit app where society is just based on people going around going, oh, I like you. Oh, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And you rate everybody with how many stars, whatever interaction you have, you have to rate that interaction. And oh. so it, it is super scary. And this is where, uh, you know, the, the old adage that uh, the, the, the tall, good looking and high IQ sort of, uh, you know, rule. Right. Imagine. If you can string words together a little more uh, readily than the next person, of course somebody's going to like you better. If you look better than the next person, people like you. I think all three of us agree that humans don't compost enough. Uh, I have talked on air about a way that you can actually generate free heat uh, in the wintertime by using compost. All you do is you put a copper coil inside of your compost bin and you run some water through it. All you need is like a pump that's the equivalent of like a an aquarium pump. You have to have a voltage. lot of compost to heat a house with this. Sure, but you it can, can be done. You, you, it still can be done and also it's free, right? Yep. Uh, outside of the investment in materials to make it go. So there's all sorts of good things that can come. Uh, my e- example of uh, recycling that I thought is pretty cool is when these biodiesel people started coming around and figuring out how to make biodiesel. And they went around to all the restaurants who would otherwise throw out their fry oil uh, and made use of that, turning that into biodiesel and running it in their Volkswagens or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's thinking. Here's a thing that's otherwise going in the trash. Right, that they've now made some use of and turned it into fuel, and in fact, it smells great. If you get behind one of these things, it smells like French fries. <laughs> Doesn't make them French fries. So these, to me, these are the ideas that we need. That that where recycling is going to come in, it does not well, need to be forced upon people. With the electric fence idea that she mentioned, um, you can now get these. They're lower voltage uh, electric fence chargers that are solar. So you can put it out there and it doesn't, uh, as long as it's not grounded out, you got to make sure that this one isn't grounded out. But in that case, you can keep it kind of high above the the hole. Did you guys hear about the, I guess, the protesters or whatever they're calling themselves that were packed up in a U-Haul and somebody called and reported them and they found like 31 of them in the back of a U-Haul going to a pride march. And I guess they arrested him for something. I don't really know what they arrested him for, but they're supposed to probably be 31 people in the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah. They had right here and all kind of stuff. And they were going to a, a pride march or something. But, so they're you know, gay like, protesters? Be what? They're gay protesters? Yeah, I guess they were. I don't, I don't know. They didn't really say on the news or whatever, you know, what they were there for. They just said that they were in the back of a U-Haul. And they got them out, and they arrested them. But I'm trying to figure out what what 
they're arresting them for exactly. Well, I don't think I don't, you can keep people in the back of a U-Haul, so that must yeah, have I, been it. I understand that. I understand that, but or maybe they had weapons that were illegal. Yeah, I, I imagine what they were trying to do was uh, waylay them until after the Pride Festival. And then they'll let them go. Well, I can be my guess. I can tell you what CBSNews.com says about it. They say 31 Patriot Front members arrested near Pride event in Idaho. They don't sound gay. Apparently, the numbers are skyrocketing of people who self-identify as LGBT. Okay. Well, yeah, because you get bullied now if you're straight. Apparently. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but um, it's fascinating stuff to me. 20% of the population... In Gen Z, is it self-identifying as LGBT? Wow. Now, if this number continues to skyrocket, there will be no babies in like 2050. Well, that's the point. And, and it's, it's, it's making Alex Jones sound less crazy. <laughs> as the days go by. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of Alex Jones. I've heard his work, and uh, it, uh, it did serve some value to me in that I actually got sort of brought to the philosophy of liberty through some guests that he had on his show not necessarily through him although you know him and his staff had you know the wherewithal to put these sure. controversial type people on so you know his show has value i'm just not a, i don't like his style. i like it best when he calls free talk live it's been a long time agreed but <laughs> you are absolutely spot on in that everybody who has ever said oh he's a crazy cookie conspiracy like more of the things he've said have come true than not well, and it's it's interesting because uh, one day on the show we were talking about the new like virtual babies, and it's just it's it seems like this massive depopulation effort because what are and it's not like I don't believe in gay people happening naturally, and it's not like I have anything against gay people. Uterus shaped period crunch cereal hopes to spark menstruation conversations. Sounds fun. What kind of conversations have we not had about menstruations that so, are important? I mean, I, I think where they're trying to go with this is it's still kind of taboo. Like, people don't necessarily want to hear about it. And it's... Would anybody know. like to hear about my bowel movement earlier than the, the day? Man, I think it's totally I, different I, I remember that. one of my... <laughs> One of my parental units, whenever you, you, you felt a little under the weather or whatever, the first question out of your mouth, have you moved your bowels? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, but it, she seemed obsessive about it. So yeah. I, yeah. You know, uh, anyway. Uh, this, I think you feel better. I think it's, a, I think it's just something you ought to consider. Yeah. Oh, first off, eat enough uh, leafy greens. Yeah, that water. You're moving, yeah, have enough water that you're moving your fiber. bowels every day. Yeah, fiber. And, uh, you know, uh, three prunes a day, it'll change your life. So anyway, uh, this uterus-shaped breakfast cereal okay called period crunch uh they show some photos of it i can't really describe it to you other than you, it's shaped like uh you know the, the yeah it's the a, bifurcated uter uterus it's in, and it's Turns uh, the, uh, completely uh, red. red completely yeah, red. i love that part <laughs> i hope there's no artificial food colorings in this a women's intimate health company wants conversations about menstruation to never be off the table quite literally <laughs> i do like these articles when they do this with all the puns. Intimnia, a company that provides a comprehensive collection of products and information for women, is branching out into breakfast cereal to keep those period-centric conversations on the table. The company announced the creation of Period Crunch, a box of raspberry-flavored cereal-shaped <laughs> uteri. <laughs> raspberry-flavored. Well, 
to bad, I guess. to raise awareness Very of the lack of conversation about periods in the home. Uh, here's a quote. I'm delighted that Intimnia has taken the bull by the horns and developed period crunch to help raise awareness of the ongoing social stigma around periods. Intimnia gynecologist Dr. Shri Data said periods are Dr. a natural Data? D-A-T-T-A, but yes. Hmm. Uh, periods are a natural part of who we are, so it's deeply concerning to hear that so many people remain uncomfortable discussing them when they are just another part of our health. It's heartbreaking to hear that 25% of people have taught themselves about periods when there is support available. I look forward to Period Crunch kickstarting some difficult conversations and breaking down barriers over the breakfast table. I found a, a Himalayan salt, which is an oil diffuser dish on top. Okay. Ooh, I like the sound of that. So does the oil drip sort of uh, seep into the salt block? No, no, no. It's got a metal dish pan, like a, yeah. a inch and a half diameter dish pan. Okay. Like a so you could put your oil of your choice, and then the light bulb inside heats up the oil. So it's like um, what do you call those oil lamps? That you put candles on the bottom to heat the oil. Like just a wax burner? Yeah, something something kind of similar to that, but it's not really a, a candle. It's just a light bulb, but it's hot enough to warm up the oil on that dish. So it's kind of like a diffuser and a salt lamp all in one. Why would you want so, this particular device? Why would you want a thing that has a light bulb in it that warms up oil in a dish? Well, it's kind of like a oil warmer plus a salt lamp together. So it's an ionizer and a salt. And a what does the ionizing of the salt or oil do? Well, you know what? I used to think this was a scam. But see that if you heat up the salt, it actually adds a, a negative electron to the oxygen molecule. The cereal was designed to resemble the structure of a uterus and made even more realistic. When milk is poured as the cereal quickly turns it red. I, also, instead of calling it period crunch or even red wings, they could have called it ant flow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one. Ant flow Just is a common one. So, it also like gives me like a Halloween vibe. <laughs> like The milk turns red. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly half of all people, 48%, say they are uncomfortable having open I'm conversations. I'm uncomfortable about the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more uncomfortable about the cereal than I would about having the conversation. Right. Uh, or uncomfortable having open conversations. I feel about like I learned more from Nikki than I learned from the article. I got to say. Um, yeah, me too. I think it's. Uh, so, Nikki, speaking of which, you were saying that um, you like the idea that one doesn't regulate one's time yeah. uh, based on pills and just sort of lets it occur that you think that well, th- and this makes sense right so the issue with it is it's causing women to get all sorts of diseases cervical cancer it messes with all of their hormonal cycles so endometriosis. that's your, yeah endometriosis it messes with your metabolism and it's crazy because doctors are prescribing the birth control pill to heal women or oh to regulate your cycle or yep. to fix acne or this that or the other thing paypal Allows withdrawal of Bitcoin and Ethereum to personal wallets, mm. freeing you of their previously captive system where you could put USD into your PayPal account and then say, hey, PayPal, I would like to buy some Bitcoin. And they would go, OK, we'll deduct 100 bucks from your PayPal account. And now there's this separate 
column with yes. $100 that says it's Bitcoin, but you couldn't do anything with it right, you just other it. than move it back into your PayPal account as USD if you, you wanted to buy You could buy and something. sell, so essentially they gave you a trade option, which you had to presume was true. Because if you don't have the keys, it's not your coin. Right, which so, you did not have right. previously. I could put up a website tomorrow that's that, uh, you know, send me money and I will, you know, list your crypto on my website. Right. And then, um, you know, when you feel like selling it, I promise I'll send it back to you. Now, that actually is a pyramid scheme. That's a Ponzi scheme, as it were. It's a scam, um, for sure. You have to be able to get the crypto in order to be uh, legit, in my opinion. Mine, too. And so PayPal had not done that, and they received plenty of criticism, not only from us here on Free Talk Live, but from a whole bunch of Across other places. Uh, and so, apparently, uh, as of June 7th, they updated their terms and conditions to reflect this. So uh, we'll just go through the bullet points here. Uh, starting today, PayPal supports the native transfer of cryptocurrencies between PayPal and other wallets and exchanges. The fact is, is that the banks have figured out that they're not going to be able to get rid of crypto at this point. So the only thing they can do is KYC everybody who has it. And so if you can, I, you know, my, my advice to you, ladies and gentlemen, is Get some Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency it is that's your particular flavor. Bitcoin, Cash, Ethereum, whatever. Put it in a wallet and don't do anything with it. Just get it. Get it. Don't get it with your name. Have it completely non-KYC'd because you can always white label it. Yep. But you can never re-black label it. Right. Yes. Sadly. Uh, Monero I like as well. There's some privacy I'm very fond today. of Monero. I wish that it would uh, perform financially uh, better than it has, yep. uh, but I don't have any explanation for that. I think I think we're just in a holding pattern with crypto right now. I think we're in the new Bitcoin winter, and it just came faster than we expected. Yep. Uh, according, uh, I'm sorry, notably, PayPal does not charge its customers for crypto transactions, distinguishing it from the business model of most exchanges. PayPal's upper management has been bullish on crypto assets for some time. Co-founder Peter Thiel has a particular fondness for Bitcoin, believing himself to have underinvested back in October. Uh, and the final bullet point, the intersection between CBDC, stablecoins, digital wallets, and enhanced utility of payments through cryptocurrencies is not just fascinating, but I think it will redefine a lot of the financial world going forward, said CEO Dan Schulman. I've been listening up to different talk stations uh, about all of this. We need a new gun law. We need this. We need that. Get rid of those guns and et cetera. No. Oh, I'm so with we're you. We're not handling that correctly. We used to have an outfit that we called for parents, and it was a patient, uh, PTA. Well, I don't know where it was in the case of Uvalde or in the other school shootings. But I don't see any connection between the schools and the parents. When a kid starts going off the beam like this one did in Uvalde, back when he was 16, there should have been a conference call between his parents and the school, and that kid should have had some, um, I want to call it psychiatric help, but anyway, he needed some help from somebody who would try to understand him. And they didn't have any of that on there. And he had problems back, like I say, when he was 16. I looked into the background. His mother took off and left. So he was left with grandma and grandpa. Grandpa is in jail at the present time on a felony charge. Now, who's the kid got to talk to? 
you know, who's to give him uh, guidance? And he won't probably wasn't listening to Grandma. I mean, he wouldn't have shot her in the face. The government went about destroying the nuclear family. It went about, uh, you know, subsidizing single mother households and, uh, you know, kicking dads out. Now, I'm not I'm not saying we're supposed to get rid of people's choice and I'm not saying you should be in an abusive relationship. I'm not saying anything like that. But let's not forget the government went and paid people to not have dad around. And if you were to decide that there were two groups of people, those who came from uh, two parent households and those who came from not two parent households. You would find that all kinds of socially aberrant behavior occurs in group B and that group A is pretty well adjusted and can get through pretty much everything. Um, And this has nothing to do with race or IQ or height or or good looks, as I mentioned earlier. It just has to do with some form of dad being about. Now, obviously, when you're cycling dads in and out, uh, you're you're moving from group A to group B, and you're going to have problems again. I tend to like biological at dad, but, you know, there's the the statistics still they get they're not quite as firm on that. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.